Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. Uh, I'm Ellen, and joining me as always is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? Hi, Ellen. It's going pretty good. Oh, gosh. Uh, I could have <laughs> dealt with out all of the technical problems, but we are here. You know, it's going here we are. So today, in case you can't tell, we are live. If you are watching the Facebook video, you are seeing our beautiful faces that I put makeup on for the first time in like three weeks. <laughs> um, or you may be just listening to it, which is also cool. Um, so yeah. Uh, but first, Mom, how is sheltering in place treating you? Um, are we supposed to be sheltering in place? It's not that much different than my regular life. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, look, everybody is joining in now. Hi, ladies. Oh, my goodness. Okay. This is going to be, uh, a trip trying to, like, keep up with everything that you guys are saying. So, you're just going to have to, um, work with us a little bit here. Um, so, yeah, so the sheltering in place, mom, what, what have you been up to on that front? Um, not much. Binge watching, binge reading. I haven't binge reading. I've been reading that Magic Bite series. Oh my gosh, you guys. The first book we thought was okay. Uh, I just finished the third book and oh. It's, Mom is feeling it. I am feeling it. It's really good. Really good. I'm in the middle of the fourth book now. Um, <coughs> and you've been watching a lot of Psych. I have been rewatching episodes. It's not like I've never seen these before. I yeah, love yeah. the show Psych. I've been rewatching Psych just as something to throw on for fun when I'm doing other stuff. My husband and I have been watching Homeland. I don't know if any of you have watched Homeland. Um, first of all, Peter Quinn is hot as heck. And, um, and who, who does he play? Who plays him? Well, Pete, Rupert Friend plays him. Oh, okay, and Rupert okay, Friend okay. was Wickham in the... Pride and Prejudice. Um, Pride and with Prejudice. The man with ponytail. Kira Knightley, yes. Um, but he is really dishy on this show. However, he's like my only favorite character. I can't stand her. She I want to slap her 98% of the time. But anyway, <laughs> so that's my homeland tangent. If anyone out there has watched Homeland, um Yeah. That's um, Nara says hashtag Team Quinn, and there's a lot of Psych fans going on in the comments right now. Yes, well, um, we love Psych. I love. We have seen them multiple times at Comic Con. We have, in fact, one time, Mom, like, uh, I'm pretty sure they have a restraining order against her because uh, she like attacked them. <laughs> I didn't attack them. They were just standing for me, so I hugged them both. <laughs> hugged like she like James. aggressively like grabbed them and. <laughs> And then I hugged Dulé, and I was like, Ellen, come on, get up in this. <laughs> but she was too shy and standoffish, but me, not me, you know. Yeah. You only live once. I'm never going to see him again. Okay. They came up in a weenie whistled car. Yeah, they did, in the Oscar Mayer wiener mobile, and it was pretty funny. It was pretty awesome. Um, and yeah, because we went to a screening of the musical episode. Of the musical for... episode. Um, the other thing that we did this week was we both watched, uh, the Miss Fisher movie, which yeah, I loved. Yeah. Um, you guys, I tried to curl my hair today and it got away from me as it tends to do. And especially when I had to put my headphones on, it was like, 
So, and also I have a zit on my chin just for you guys. Um, <laughs> I, I'm trying to think if I've, I've been watching a lot of Drag Race and playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I'm pretty and... sure there's no cars involved in that drag race, right? Uh, no, RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Just clarifying. The, the superior kind of race. <laughs> You're not all into NASCAR all of a sudden or anything. <laughs> yeah. um, um, Sarah says, yay, Julie, get it, in reference to <laughs> you grabbing Sean. Yeah, I did, and I'd do it again. <laughs> I'm sure they were both like, what is happening right now? Oh, Ashley wants to know if we've been watching the Tiger King insanity. And here's the thing. I have not yet. I need to, but I've listened to like a podcast that was, um, oh, Nara said she didn't love the Miss Fisher movie, but really liked it. Um, okay. So Tiger King, I do need to jump on that. I watched, I listened to a whole podcast that was about it. Um, Ryan, my brother, who's been on the show, and his wife, Kristen, who's also been on the show, have been watching it and telling me. Um, well, your dad and yeah. I watched the first couple episodes. Um, I don't know if your dad's on board. I think it's a little too bonkers for him. Yeah. Um, and when I say bonkers, I mean, holy heck. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I know I listened to that podcast, so I know basically, you know, the arc of the story, but... It will be interesting to see these people that I, you know, listened to a lot of. But, um, yeah, everybody's saying that we, we need to jump on the on the Tiger King thing. And then Penny wants to know what Animal Crossing is. Um, <laughs> it's this, this game where you are on an island and you, like, chop down trees and you fish. And it's very, it's very wholesome and just very, like, low-key. But it is the perfect game for, like, it could not have come out at a better time. Um, with the, with the self-distancing because it's very, uh, it's very. Well, my uh, husband and I in quarantine went fishing the other day because it's a very quarantine-y kind of thing. I mean, yes. you don't come in contact with anybody. And, um, went out on his boat and went fishing for the day and we came home and told the kids, oh, we went fishing today. And Ellen said, I've been fishing all day today too. <laughs> yeah. My brother and I have both been playing it and we're like, yeah, I went fishing. Look at this big old fish that I caught. Put your dad to shame. <laughs> yeah. Which is what I live for, really, let's be honest. Um, okay, you guys. Uh, before we like start getting too much into any questions. So this is going to be pretty fast and loose in case you can't already tell. Um, we're going to be answering questions that have been submitted, questions that pop up in the comments, and some questions that I have prepared. So start sending in some questions if you would like. Um, but first, big announcement for our 100th episode. Here is the upcoming reading list. I know it's a little late at this point. I usually get it out quicker. But um, here is what we are going to be reading on April 6th, we are going to be reading Rock Bottom Girl by Lucy Score. Uh, on April 13th, we're going to read Love Lettering by Kate Claiborne. On April 20th, we're going to read Kiss an Angel by Susan Elizabeth Phillips. Um, Match Me If You Can got pretty far up there, and it got farther ahead, but... Um, we already have, we have a, another matchmaker book further down in the list. So um, uh, I just decided to pick Kissed Angel because it's also standalone. So that's what we're going to do. Sorry for people who really want to match me if you can. 
On April 27th, we're going to read Waking Up with the Duke by Lorraine Heath. On May 4th, we're going to read Aisha at Last by Uzma Jalaluddin. I hope I did not just totally butcher that name. On May 11th, we're going to read Wolf Gone Wild by Juliet Cross. Um, that was also another one that was kind of further down in the poll, but um, I wanted to throw a paranormal in there. We had a lot of kind of cutesy contemporaries, so. Um, and then May 18th, Rules of Engagement by J.T. Geisinger. I'm excited to read another J.T. Geisinger, mom. Yeah. Um, and that one was also pretty high up. And then finally, on May 25th, um, we're going to be reading On Dublin Street by Samantha Young. So that is our spring reading list. Uh, hope that you guys are on board. Hope you're excited. I do see a lot of yays in the comments. So uh, we haven't read a lot of Ireland books. Is it a historical or is it? It's I mean, a it was... contemporary and it looks like it's very like angsty dramatic contemporary um so that is the list um okay so there's there's the announcement i will also be posting like a graphic after the uh live show is over um so be on the lookout for that um okay mom just to get things started when, i'm here for you ellen what <laughs> When you think back on when I was trying to convince you to do this podcast with me, do you regret me talking you into it? The only time I regret it is when I want to read something. It's like, oh, I can't read it because I've got to read this. But, you know, we're very locked into a, a schedule, reading schedule, which takes some of the joy out of just reading for fun. And, um, and that's the only time. This past couple of weeks... It's been kind of fun because we weren't reading a book for this particular week, so I had a couple of weeks off, and so yeah, that was um, nice. I've been able to read this series, which I've been thoroughly enjoying. So it's, you know, that's the only thing I regret about having done it. Um, when I think back to how we started the podcast, did you want me to talk about that? Well, Jessica wanted to us to recreate the conversation that we had when I was trying to convince you. It was, well, I'll give my version and then you can fill okay. in the blanks. Okay. So Ellen and I, when I started reading romance, we would have text conversations. And they mm -hmm. would, you know, she, she was posting parts of our text conversations on some of the romance groups yeah, that groups, she was in yeah. on Facebook. I wasn't in any romance groups. And um, just getting a lot of reaction to, oh, you know, that's funny. Oh, you know, that's funny to read a book like that with your mom or whatever. And, and um, Ellen said, we should do a podcast. And I said, no, we don't want to do a podcast. I mean, this went on for, I would say, several weeks where she was trying to talk me into doing this. And um, I said, well, I'm going to listen to some romance podcasts and see, you know, what I'm sure that what we would do is already out there was my thinking in my head. Yeah. And um, so I listened to several ones. I'm not going to name any, but um, some of them I found kind of irritating. Some of them I found, um, I don't know, too cerebral. Is that, <laughs> is that mm -hmm. okay to say? Mm -hmm. um, you know, they dissected too much more than I knew we would because we're not cerebral at all. And um, so I said, okay, all right, we can, we can do this thing. 
And so that's how it all started. I mean, yeah. I didn't see anything out there that was, I felt was like what we would do. I agree. And, and that was part of it. And then the other part was me trying to convince mom that none of her church friends would find out. <laughs> well, now I tell people about it. <laughs> people who I know can handle it. I was just yeah. afraid of being misjudged for, you know, what I read. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Misjudge might not be the word. Just judge generally. <laughs> just, they're they're yeah. probably they, accurately judging yeah. me. <laughs> they would judge you correctly. It's just. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. Let's see if I can catch up on some of these. The problem is that, like, when I look at the comments. You need a secretary is what you need. Someone sitting there reading yeah. the comments. <laughs> no kidding. Um, hold on. Let's see if So I if can... we miss your comment, we apologize. Yeah, I'm because... trying, you guys, but it's it's hard to not just, like, interrupt mom, which, you know, I'm usually happy to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, oh, that's here. Let's, I don't want you to hear me live. Um, okay, I'm pulling it up on my phone. Um I saw somebody who asked, I think it was Catherine, asked how my writing is going. Oh, Catherine. Um, <laughs> That's so cute of you to ask. <laughs> um, I, I really would like to start writing again. I just need um, my life to calm down a bit more. We barely um, get her to read anymore, so. <laughs> I know, it's true. I can only be asked to... Uh, to do so much um oh i should say um there's there's a special guest steve who is snoring and making noises mom loves that i'm showing him right now (laughs) mom i see a lot of steve yeah mom gets annoyed with uh with me showing off steve so much but guess what i just love him um Raquel wants to know if we've read books by Alice Clayton. Um, I have read Wallbanger, and that one did get pretty far up on the um, on the list, but <sighs> I have not. I only read what Ellen tells me to read. It's That's true. not she true. She does. I I read what Ellen tells me to read, but I've been enjoying this magic series. Yeah, she has. Um, okay, Mom, what do you think some of our best discoveries from the podcast would be? some of our best discoveries. Well, what I love, just a second, I have to, um, just all the friends we've made online is that, Yeah, that would be my favorite discovery is all the relationships that we've built with just, you know, rando strangers, I guess you could say. <laughs> but, We're talking about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but we love it. We love um, how this little community of ours has grown and developed and we love getting to know you guys and yeah um I would say like mom you should say Penny Reed because Penny Reed and like Kennedy Ryan because I don't know that I would have gotten you reading contemporary Tennessee sex voice oh my gosh yes um okay uh Megan wants to know mom now that you're reading so many contemporary romances for the podcast do you prefer historical or contemporary Mm. A lot of times I'll go through about where I just read contemporaries and then I'll read a historical and I'll think, oh, I miss the sweetness of a, of a historical. 
Um, so I don't know. It's hard for me to. I, I love them all. I I went before I started reading romance. My primary source was historical fiction. I mean, that's just always been usually murder mysteries of some sort, but historical fiction was my my go to. Um, but I don't know. I've enjoyed a lot of. There's all kinds of stuff out there that I probably never would have read ever or thought I would enjoy reading. So I think mm -hmm. that's one of the things that I really enjoy about the podcast is, um, you know, we're just all kind of all over the place. All these paranormals, I never thought I would have enjoyed these paranormals as much as I do. Yeah. But um, I I really do. As long as there's kissing in them, we just like all yeah. of all the above. <laughs> and humor. We like kissing and humor. Yeah, Those true. are the things, you know, banter. Those are the well, things we yeah. like. We like some of the drama-y ones, too. Um, Paige wants to know, do you have any book or movie that you have to rewatch or reread the ending every time? Um, book, I would say, there was this book, I've talked about her a couple times before on the podcast, but there's this author, Melissa Nathan, who was a chiclet author when I was in high school, and she has this book called The Nanny, and that ending, I remember rereading the ending like over and over and over again. Um, I just loved that book. And then movie, I would like the first one that comes to mind is not a movie, but TV series is North and South. Mm. Um, well, there's a lot of TV shows where like a good, a good, you know, shippy moment happens. And I like watch that over and over well, and over again. So like in Bones, when he finally kisses her in Bones, I remember watching that over and over with you. And yeah. um, we were yeah. huge Bones fans. And there's, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of Fitzsimmons moments from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that yeah. I remember watching over and over again. Um, so not necessarily the end, but we like the, the hookup scene. Not, not even oh. hookups, but they finally, you know, connected scenes. Mom, your husband is watching our live stream right, right now. I know. So don't say anything that will embarrass you. <laughs> or do. I <laughs> Whatever. Um, uh, Mom, what... Uh, Deborah wants to know, would Ellen please share another delightfully embarrassing story oh from gosh. her life with us? Uh, she said, the first episode I listened to included Ellen stuck on a fence, so I was hooked from that point. That is by far, you know, my my most epic embarrassing story um the problem is i can't remember all the ones that i've shared on the podcast already um there was the one where i was a bridesmaid at a wedding and i've been a bridesmaid 13 times you guys so this is not we're not my first rodeo but i'm i think i'm a pretty professional bridesmaid at this point um <laughs> but i was going to catch the bouquet and I like dove for it essentially because you know that's the job of a bridesmaid is to take that way too seriously um and so I like dove for it I my when I dove my like whole skirt like flew up over my head and then I stood up and you know put my skirt down and realized that like my front had popped open and so <laughs> I was a hot mess so that's and it's on why. video, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, somewhere it's on video, and I think that they're not showing it to me on purpose. Um, <laughs> the other one that I can think of right now is uh, my dog's name is Steve, the one that's laying over there. Um, and I was at a dog park, and there was some people that were, well, there was this new guy who I actually thought was kind of cute at the time. Um and he was talking with me and this girl who I had chatted with 
multiple times. And um, she was like, do you ever run into weird situations because your dog's name is Steve? And I was like, yeah, actually, you know, like sometimes I'll be talking about him without, you know, people realizing that he's a dog. So I'll say things like, oh, my gosh, I pulled the weirdest thing out of Steve's butt last night. (laughs) And or like or Steve slept between my legs last night and I just slept weird all night. And, And so the guy that was there, he was like. My name is Steve, and I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so those are, those are two that, you know, immediately come to mind. Um, okay. I I think Emily, I saw Emily back towards a while ago ask what um, she said she's feeling. Um, you know, she's not finding a good, like, read. Do we have any, like comforting reads or anything like that as far as that I would say my go-to if I am like in a rut or I'm having a hard time finding a book that's just like I just want something that I can just cuddle up with um I would always just go with a reread like a reread of a book that's been a long time since I've read it um and Nancy Mr. Bridgerton comes to mind Beard Science Hating Game or Beard Science like that's always kind of my go-to with, um, yeah, feeling like that. Um, Mom Cassie wants to know, can you share your meet-cute stories about your significant others? <laughs> Mine's I'll let you go first. <laughs> okay, so here's how my husband and I met, which I think I've shared this before on the podcast, but I'll share it again. It's more fun when you hear it right from my mouth. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I had moved down to the... I live in California, Northern California. Um, mm-hmm. If you listen to the podcast, you're probably well aware. So I had moved down to the Bay Area, and I was living with an aunt and uncle, um, going to school down there. And I had a cousin who I was really close to who lived in the Bay Area as well, but he was not home at the time. He was out of town. So I called some of his friends and I said, hey, I'm in town, you know, I'm living here now. So if you do something, let me know. He's like, oh, yeah, we're going out tonight. So I was like, "Okay, I'm on board. Let's do this. So he and I don't know, four other guys, I think, came and picked me up to go out. It was I was the only girl with them at the time. (laughs) And um, hey, oh, you're like, don't mind if I do. um, Don't mind if I do with my big, huge Diet Coke either. Sorry. And um, so that's when my husband, he was in this group, my husband was, and that's when we first met. Now, back then in those days, I was super vain and didn't ever wear my glasses, and I truly couldn't see hardly well at all. She was like Mr. Magooing around (laughs) the Bay Area. (laughs) And um, so it was love at first sight for him, but for me it took a while because I couldn't see him right off the bat. (laughs) (laughs) anyway anyway so we palled around with these friends well one of the guys in the group really like was hounding after me I want to say and um he kept asking me out he um but I wasn't really interested I went out with him to be nice but I wasn't really interested so then Uh this whole group of us hmm, decided to go on a road trip and we were going to go road tripping to you know visit some friends that mutual friends that we all had and um so in this road trip, so we rented this big van or borrowed a van. I guess we borrowed it from somebody. And um, all of us, there was probably 
six of us, seven of us that went on this trip. So this guy who really was hounding after me um, <laughs> was very persistent and I was very standoffish. Yeah. And um, so anyway, on the way home from our, on our road trip, my husband and I ended up sleeping in the back of this van and making out in the back of the van. <laughs> While this guy's, you know, like eyeing them in their rearview mirror. He, and he was actually driving at the time <laughs> and apparently was watching us in the rearview mirror the whole time and just seething. And um, it's not my fault. I had made it very clear I wasn't interested, but he was. And I guess I broke his poor little heart. But, um, you know. The rest is history. Two weeks later, I was engaged. So he's sitting somewhere in a basement with a voodoo doll of dad. You know, I don't and... think so. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain, though, a lot of. <laughs> oh. oh, Steve is coughing. You okay? Okay. Thanks for that. Was great timing on that. <laughs> Anyhow, that's how, I don't know how cute it is, but that's how we met. Yeah, that's your meat cute. Um, <laughs> mine, I think. Um... <laughs> I don't know. Have I? I don't. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, I uh, so mom, this may. Sh- That's oh. right. Let's give credit where credit is due. Dad said, "Yeah, baby." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Hello. Hey, honey. <laughs> um, and then okay. So my mom will willingly pimp me out at any and every opportunity i tried for years pimping out my daughter i am i take no shame in that she does not um so i um so mom was chatting with this friend of hers that's you know she was just saying um Oh, I just don't understand why my daughter is so single, still single. And they were like, yeah, is that, we what I, f- is that how I sounded? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I could do my normal mom voice, which is like, uh, eh. <laughs> we all, my brothers and I all do the same impression of mom and it sounds nothing like her, but it's like, great. <laughs> <laughs> they all do the same. And it's like, I don't sound like that. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, <laughs> But anyway, so she was like, I don't understand why my daughter is still single. And these friends of hers were like, yeah, we have a friend who we don't understand why he's still single either. And so they'd been trying to get us texting for or like talking for a long time. And um, so he started texting me in September. And then we were still just texting. And then we finally met up in... December and um yeah so well Ellen was home for Christmas yeah I was because I should say he lives in Mississippi and I live in not (laughs) I live in not Mississippi I live in Utah and um and so yeah so we've been doing long distance which ask me Ellen loves it ask me how much I love dating long distance um yeah, not so much. But um yeah, so that's my meet cute quote unquote meet cute. Um yeah, and then Nara says that uh she you're free to set her up anytime you want. <laughs> hey. I, uh, I tried to set my son up with you at one point in time, but you deserve you, I don't know. Nara, Nara's too good for your son. 
Um, okay, you guys put, if you put a question and I missed it, put it back in the comments and I'll try and snag it in time. Um, because like I said, it's, it's too hard for me to, okay. Everybody's saying that both of our me cutes are, are good for plots for books. Oh, would mine um, be a book? Well, mine would be a book only because they fall in love so fast. Yours would be a good, like, scene in a book, you know, like, that you're making out with somebody in the back. That was um, good. While, you know, <laughs> some other guy is up in the front, like, meh. <laughs> What's he doing? <laughs> yeah, appar- apparently. I didn't under- know it at the time, but apparently he was pretty upset about it. Yeah. Well, Hated to miss out on this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Nara says, who's an author you've been meaning to read on the podcast, but haven't gotten to yet? Well, Susan Elizabeth Phillips is definitely one. So we're going to finally hit that. Um, (laughs) okay. Phrasing. Yeah. Um, Um, I don't know. I mean, I've tried, there's definitely like new people that come out that I'm like, oh, I want to. Um, it took us a long time to get around to a Tessa Bailey. I, I would like to do a Cressley Cole with mom at some point now that she's broken of, now that her spirit now is Now that I'm hardened, I can take yeah. it. Bring it on. Um, I'm trying to think. <clears throat> do you have anybody? Um, every now and then a book will pop up on, you know, Facebook or wherever. And I'll think, that looks really good. Um, but then I can't ever read it because Ellen is a slave driver. And um, I'll even send books to Ellen and say, this looks good. This looks good. And then by the time we get around to choosing the thing, I forget what they were. (laughs) Yeah. Um, People want to know if you just made an Archer reference and the answer is yes. Yes. Um, Yeah. I love Archer. Paige said, have you thought of doing a Nalini thing? And, um, I am open to it. <laughs> Kristen says, do the Game Maker series by Cressley Cole, which I will not do, Kristen. <laughs> Mom cannot know that I read that series. Um, Jeez. Back to... I probably don't want to know. <laughs> don't. Um, uh, so back to Nalini saying, I read the Slave to Sensation one. I didn't love that so much and I don't know that mom would so that's kind of why I've been avoiding that one sorry y'all um yeah uh Katie says have you read Fever series by Karen Marie Moaning or Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J Moss um no I know I I do want to check out A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Moss, but there's just been a lot of other podcasts that, like, were doing that around the same time, so I was kind of trying to, you know. Spread the love. Yeah. Um, And then the Fever series, I have not. Um, Yeah, so. Um... Paige says, you guys should read the third book in the Psy Changeling series. That's when it starts to really get good. Um, okay. I will, I mean, like, Mom can, you know, attest that with her just reading the Magic Bites, or well, more of the Magic Bites, but that's when it did get seem to get good, right, Mom? Is the third book. Yeah, and, and some people had recommended starting with the second book instead of the first book. 
I think I would concur with that. I like the second book a lot better than the first book. It was a little less um, lore heavy. Is that okay to say? And um, uh, I, I have really enjoyed the series. The third book was hmm, delicious. Um, Mom, do you have a favorite memory from doing the podcast besides just getting to hang out with me every well, week? Well. <laughs> My favorite ones are when you're all pissed off at me for some reason, then we start and we have to be all nice and lovey to each other. Yeah, that's true. Like, pretty much like before this one started. Well, yeah. You weren't mad at me specifically, though. I was more mad at the situation. Yes, I understand. Um, Catherine wants to know, now that you've had two family members on the podcast, have any other family members been requesting their 15 minutes of fame? I feel like we have to ask people to be on the show. Like, nobody asks us to be on the right. show. Right. <laughs> well, I think they're a little nervous about the whole thing. I think your dad would do it, but he'd want to read a lame book. I don't think he'd read one of <laughs> We could read a Western romance with dad. I had him read the Eyes of Silver, Eyes of Gold book. And he made fun of the sex scenes. Rude. Which is... A little disconcerting. <laughs> I do have I do have a cousin that I would like to get on the show at one time, just because should have her do it. She's really funny, and then you guys will want her to be on the show all the time because she's funnier than me. Because <sighs> everybody's she's funnier funny. than me. Everybody was like, "Oh, mom is so funny," and I'm like, "You know what? <laughs> Bite me, all y'all." The um, the uh, <laughs> the. See, I have a problem because even doing the Facebook Live thing, I was thinking like, oh, gosh, I feel like I feel this pressure to be funny because people mention that I'm funny. But all throughout my life, people would introduce me and say, this is Julie. She's so funny. And I'm like, uh, now I feel like I have to be funny and I, there's too much pressure. I can't handle it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm really cold, but I keep shivering right now. Um, Kristen wants to know one hero and one heroine that you would want to be quarantined with oh. at the same yeah. time because sorry you guys I'm, I'm cold um because I don't know that I would want um dad is in the comments you know dad's <laughs> taking over the comments <laughs> okay. control yourself honey <laughs> uh one hero and a heroine uh, I'm trying to think of just people who would be a good time um you know who I would like and then why, I don't know why this one just popped into my head, but I liked the guy from the J.T. Geisinger book. The, um, he would be good. Yeah. The Scottish guy, right? He was a... Yeah. I can't even remember what he was, but I remember he was funny. Um, <sighs> she specifies doesn't have to be the same time, because here's the thing, Kristen, I don't want to compete with some of these heroines for the hero yeah. who I'm trying yeah. to, you know, be quarantined with for a reason, for perchance. Um... Uh, I don't know. There's just, like, I th I'm thinking of Joshua Templeman from Hating Game. Oh, yes. Um, or, but yeah, you do want, a f like, a fun one. Yeah, the guy from, um, Melt, was it Melt for You? I know there was, like, a bunch of other ones. <laughs> Burn for You and all that stuff, but yeah. Um, itch, itch for you, something. <laughs> itch for you. Develop a rash for you. <laughs> um, but, like, I just think about how 
sweet Joshua Templeman was when she was sick. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, Ashley uh, says Sienna would be fun. So like Sienna Diaz from Penny yes. Reed. She yes. would be a, a good one to hang out with. <clears throat> she would be fun. There's a lot of heroines that would be. Yeah, there's a lot I could hang with. Some would, some of them get like whiny or irritating. There's there's things some of them do that irritate me. But um, you know, especially you know those uh, when they have the conflict at the end. Any woman that turns her phone off when there's a conflict, I don't want to hang out with her. <laughs> we she are in an, dead to me. Well, and it's like, we're in an emergency coronavirus situation. Yes. Like, let's please keep all of our cell phones on. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, Nara says Tom Valeska from uh, 99% oh. Mine. Yes. Yes. Mm. Mm. That With that tool belt on. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How do you guys remember all these names? I don't remember. Any I can of remember them. some of them. Um, I don't know why Sally Thorne just is good at coming up with memorable names for me. Um, um, okay. Do There's you some ha- some of the spunky uh, historical uh, heroines I I could hang with. Yeah. Some of them and then it, and they would be fun just because they'd be like. What is going on? What? What do you mean turn off my cell phone when there's a conflict? <laughs> what is, I, do, what is... I do not understand. <laughs> so you can educate him on all that stuff. It would be super yeah. fun. Um, what about uh, Mari V says, what about John Thornton or Captain Wentworth? Those um, are both like, here's the thing. Um, it would have to be the actors that play them, though. Yeah, I was going to say, because like, <laughs> it, it can't I don't just know be the character person. Those particular options would be like any more fun to hang out with. But um, oh, Emily says Colin and Penelope for me. And I would even hang out with them at the same, at the same yes. time. Yes. Because um, yeah. we love them both very much. Yeah, it's true. Um. Mom, when you think back on like your favorite moment from the past hundred episodes, mm, from the past hundred, probably some of our saucy talking, um, <laughs> talking things about that come to mind. First of all, yeah, the <clears throat> the dark glover uh, conversation about uh, tasting like fruit, peaches, tasting like fruit. Um, the whole thing with uh, the hookup was funny um yeah just some of our conversations that you know were probably completely inappropriate but always they're fun for us so which is the whole reason we're doing the podcast yep um i'm trying to find some other questions um penny wants to know what which swoonylicious heroes do you not see yourself being able to connect with and which, let's say, unagreeable heroines do you actually see yourself being pals with? So, when they describe someone as super muscular, if it's like bodybuilder muscular, that doesn't do anything for me. If it's just like, like, oh, I've been working hard all day, kind of muscular, I can get behind that. But if it's like, I've been working out at the gym for three hours every day for the past, you know, ever of my life. <clears throat> that look doesn't appeal to me as much. Um, the one that really, that sticks with me is in the um, Amy Dawes book, the 
wait with me or wait mm-hmm. for me or mm-hmm. whatever, where he was working in the garage and he was hefting tires. And I was just like, gosh, that sounds like that would, that would give you the body that, yeah, that I could get. I mean, I honestly think and, like, you know, for as much as I love, you know, like our Mr. Darcy's and all of these guys, I've always recognized that while I love Mr. Darcy and things like that, um, that I, um, he, like, I don't think I would, like, go for him necessarily. Right. You know. Um, <laughs> status in the comments again, and everybody's, Sarah says, Greg is killing it in the comments. <laughs> I bet he's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, because Kristen, you know, said, you know, that dad should take notes that mom likes a man in a tool belt and he's like, she's seen me in a tool belt. I have seen him in a tool belt. (laughs) He is, my husband is very, um, very handy around the house. He can fix, fix things and builds things. And, and I appreciate that. I appreciate having a man who can Ashley who just, um, I think it was Ashley. Sorry. I already went past and I missed it. Um, but she wants to know, we can only pick one trope. What is our favorite trope? One trope. Well, it's hard to pick one trope because it just all depends on how it's written. Um, we do like forced proximity, which uh, me personally, I like forced proximity. I like when, you know, oh, we have to stay in this hotel room together. What? Just the two. There's only one room. What? Yeah. <laughs> Especially oh, in a no. historical where it's like so taboo and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take a bath. Don't come in. Yeah. Forced proximity is definitely more rewarding in a historical, I think, because... Yeah. Yeah, they're they're not. However, the to. um, I did like it in the um, Virgin Every, River. Everybody's Christmas. making comments about our choice of handy, handy that he's handy. <laughs> Phrasing the yeah. um, <clears throat> uh, I did like the in the Virgin River Christmas. That was a forced proximity where she got sick and he had to take care of her. And yeah, so yeah. Well. They, We've talked about now. how I, um, I do love me a sibling's best friend. I don't know why I love that so much, but in the grand scheme, I would say I, you know, as a broader trope, I definitely like enemies to lovers. I know I'm breaking Ashley's rule by picking more than one, but, um, I would just say like that hate to love is, which also MRV said, um, but that is, well, it's always fun to see the, um, well, like the series I'm reading now is very much that hate to love. Yeah. Um, it's always fun to see the transition from, I can't stand him. Oh, he just did this nice thing. So he must not be as terrible as I thought, you know, to, oh, I can't live without him. So it's fun to see that transition to, yeah, from yeah. enemies to love. Natalie wants to know, is siblings best friend the same as best friend sibling for you? Yeah, because... One party, you know, it just depends on. <laughs> Do you I know what I mean? Think, I so like think it through in my head. So, one party gets more. You know, uh, it's vice versa either way. So I, I count that as being the same thing. Um, Penny says she's loving my hand gestures right now. You guys need to know that I am very expressive with my hands. She's this way all the time. All the and that's time. why I'm glad we're doing the Facebook Live because every time we're recording, I always think, I wish they could see Ellen's hand gestures right now. Well, I got, so when I 
got sent on a mission for my church. I got sent to Italy and all of my friends were like, that's perfect for you, Ellen, because you're so like emphatic with your hands. And um, yeah, I only have one hand gesture that works for me pretty frequently. <laughs> yeah. Um, which we give to a, a lot to each other. In, we do that in our family a lot. Yes, we do. It's, it's a love. It's a love symbol. It is. Our, it's like peace, but... A term of affection. Without a, without a finger. Because I don't do it to anyone. Well, I shouldn't say anyone outside the family because I have done it to people outside the family. But um, oh, well. usually it's not something I use outside of the family. Yeah. I only do it to the family. But we've got a very snarky family, so they usually deserve it most of the time. <laughs> well, when my boyfriend was visiting my family for Christmas, he was like, um, he was like, my dad would like, backhand me if I called my mom a bitch as often as you do and I'm like well the difference is that your mom is not one and mine is so um dad says to tell a story about the kid in the park in Milan it wasn't in a park it was in church dad so get your facts straight but there was it was just this I mean it's just the most Italian thing ever it was this kid who was um playing he was like coloring um and his sister like took his crayon and um and his uh his dad his the the little boy was like dad she stole my crayon and he got all pissed off and um the dad was like it's fine just let her play with it he's like but dad she stole my crayon like what am i supposed to do and he just used like the most italian and it was just this little like just seeing this little four-year-old like (laughs) it was just really funny um yeah so um Keep questions coming in, you guys, because I'm starting to run out. So we're going to cut this thing short if, if you don't send in more questions. Um, Mom. Yes. Talking about discoveries. So I was saying, like, I don't think you would have read Contemporary if. No. Um, so I would I would say, like, really just the contemporary genre is a discovery for you. Um, but. Well, it scared me, to be honest. I was scared to read a contemporary. I was scared about, but it then. It was going to be all Fifty Shades. Now I look back at, um, like, some Sarah McLean's that I've read and stuff, and I was like, okay, those were racier than a lot of contemporaries yeah. that I've read. So, um, you know, you can't just come right out and say, oh, contemporaries are way steamier than historicals. Um, so I, I had pigeonholed contemporaries in my brain into, yeah, that they were all, like, Fifty Shades and... That does not appeal to me. In fact, I've never read Fifty Shades. Megan but, wants um, to know. Megan wants to know what our favorite all-time book is. All-time ever? Yeah. Mine might not be a romance. That she is said that? that's fine. Um, my favorite book of all time is. Uh, of course, I can't think of the name of it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good sign. <laughs> um, <clears throat> to Kill a Mockingbird. Oh. Mine it's is my favorite book. Persuasion by Jane Austen. That's uh, what I go with. Jennifer says, author you want to meet. We've honestly met, like, everybody <laughs> who we really would want to. Um, Mom hasn't met Tessa Dare yet. That would be, I think, one. Yeah. That, um, uh, yeah you guys, are, go- you guys are going too fast. Uh, uh, <laughs> and, like, and the thing is, is, I can't figure out a way to... 
pull them up. Um, hold on, let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, oh, jeez. We've met Penny, we met Kennedy Ryan, we met... It took us a while to meet Penny and Kennedy Ryan. Those were the two we were really... <laughs> Allison says to sing for us, Ellen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do the jewel impression, Ellen. Okay. Um, <coughs> what was the one that I was singing? The uh, My favorite thing about doing a jewel impression is that she, she starts like... She's, uh, what is, why can't I think of the stupid song now? Um, but she gets really small and then she goes, Hurr! um, but it's like, uh, no, I was meant for you. <laughs> you were meant for me. No, I was meant for you. She's, <laughs> and she just gets like yodely in there. So there you go. Um, Kristen says, if you could only reread one chapter of a book, your choice what book and what chapter? Chapter 11 of Hookup. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, That's the only I, book I remember the, the number gosh. of. Gosh. I would say something from like Beard Science. Um, and, but it would be hard. I'll tell to you know. the scene I loved, and I don't know what chapter it was in, but just. The impression it made on me, because it stuck with me, and I bring it up all the time. But that scene from The Hating Game, where um, he's in his kitchen, and she climbs on him like a koala bear. Yeah. And he's walking around the kitchen with her just hanging on the front of him, like he's got a baby and a little snuggy thing. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that made such an impression in my brain of, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah. That that would be one that I'd like to reread. Um but that's just one that stuck with me. There's so many books that mm, that I've loved, and I could reread so many parts of I know. them. The um, letter scene from oh, Edenbrook. Edenbrook. Yeah, that was good. Um, okay, Cassie says, can you recall a book you loved that had one of your least favorite tropes, but you thought it was well done? So we, and like, I don't hate any tropes, but, like, I definitely have, like, a ranking of them that, and I'll read anything, but it's definitely, there are definitely, like, more tropes that as soon as I read that that trope is in it, I'm like, yep, I'm gonna read that. And there's some that I'm like, eh, maybe I won't jump right on top of that one. Um, but we've talked before about second chance romance is, like, not our favorite, but when I think about, like, the Kingmaker or the Billy and Claire book in, um, Winston Brothers, like right. I thought or Mariana Zapata book. What was the Mariana Zapata book? The best thing. The best thing. Yeah. Um. Ha Beth wants to know: Has Mom become immune to the scenes you don't like her to read? Has Ellen gotten over it? I think definitely. Like we've both kind of, to certain degrees. Um. Yeah. There, there are still like things, especially when I'm reading ahead of Mom, which happens less and less these days. But, um. Yeah, that I'm like, I I do get embarrassed knowing that mom is gonna read it, and and we've talked before. It's like anytime that there's a scene that I like particularly like, you know, gets to me. If you know what I mean, um, <laughs> that makes me more embarrassed that mom was gonna read it. The um the funniest one was when, and we've talked about this before, but we were both reading, was it Accidental Tryst or I can't remember the book, but we were. 
in a hotel room at the same time, reading at the same time on opposite beds. We were on separate beds, but um, we were both reading about the same place and um, it got a little saucy and Ellen was getting a little, "Ah," but she was embarrassed to be that way because I was there. (laughs) Ashley wants to know, is there a book you're dying to see made into a movie? I oh, so would many. love, well, I would love for the Winston brothers to be made into like a series. A series. Absolutely. Um, I would I'm, love that. And I'm dying for Hating Game and Bridgerton's to come out. Yeah. Like, you know, Bridgerton's like now is the perfect time to release that show. Like, yes. come on. Well, we're all stuck inside except Ellen and I wanted to watch it together. Yeah. yeah. Um uh deborah says julie who was your favorite author before reading romance um i've read a lot of like i said i've read a lot of historical i read a lot of ann perry i don't know if anyone's familiar with ann perry but she writes a lot of historical um mysteries mysteries and um and there's always a romance component to them but it's not i mean it never was very saucy or anything um she wrote a series of world war one books that was excellent um, I don't know that she's my favorite author, but she's one that I really liked. Um, you know, I like the classics, like Tolkien and... Yeah. Uh, so, oh, I, I'm still reading the Sebastian St. Cyr series by um, C.S. Harris. Um, that one, that series is really good. And, yeah. there, and it also has a romance component to it. Sarah wants to know if someone narrated your life, who would you want to be the narrator? Ooh, Morgan. That's Freeman. an excellent question. <laughs> I want Tennessee Sex Voice to do mine. But <laughs> we used to play this game where it's like, uh, if they made a movie of our family, who would we? What actors would play they the parts? Always say Bonnie Hunt for mom. Yeah, and I would always say, um, you know, Kevin Costner can play your dad, and I get to play myself. Or... <laughs> Uh, all the guys I used to think were hot are old now. Just kind of, well, they're just kind of, eh. most of them divorce their wives, and that's very Not unsexy to me. Uh, Ashley wants to know will we get a live rendition of Time for a Break song? <laughs> Except we're not doing a break, but Ellen, go ahead. Well, are you going to do a voice or are you just going to do Ellen? I-, I don't know. I'll just do Ellen. Okay. It's time for a break. It's time for a break. The break is when we do the news and mail. And I usually do do those dances. She does it like that all the time. And I'm always like, <laughs> you, no one can even see you. Why are you? Why all the we get in the spunk. mood of it. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm trying to read. Um, I wonder if we ever become super famous, are you going to have to copyright? Like, are we going to have copyright problems with the Kit Kat company? Hey, hey, now. Nobody turn us in. Okay. Raquel says, because I definitely have an opinion on this one. You've probably said this already in one of the podcast episodes, but aside from Mr. Darcy and Captain Wentworth, what other Austin heroes do you like? I, I have gone on the record saying that as much as I love all those, I know for a fact that my, like, my ultimate romance hero my ultimate Jane Austen hero is Mr. Tilney from Northanger Abbey he is far and away and like he is the one that I'm like yes I would go for him in real life and I would you know we would get on if you I know we've mentioned it before but if you get a chance you should watch Ellen's 
YouTube series um, that she wrote. She wrote the entire series, except the one episode that's not very good. And <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. That was a joke. Yeah. And um, uh, But it's a modern-day adaptation of Northanger Abbey. And um, the Kate Moreland Chronicles, is that what it's called? Yeah, the Kate Moreland Chronicles. Um, written by Ellen Lloyd. So check it out. It's quick. The, the episodes are short and quick. They are. It the was, guy who plays. It was done in the vein of the Lizzie Bennet Diaries, if you guys, um, you know, have seen that. It's done in that same kind of similar thing. And, and the guy yeah. that plays Tilney is, yeah, he's, he's, he's cute. Yeah, he is. Um, uh, let's see. Has mom read the beautiful series by Christina Lauren? She has not. I've read the first couple of those, I think. Um, I didn't love them as much as I have enjoyed other Christina Lauren. Um, yeah. I was going to say, I have it on my Kindle, but you probably bought them on my Kindle. And yes, then... I did. <laughs> um, but no, I haven't read them. Um, Catherine says, is there a trope that you would not want to participate in? I'm thinking like fake dating, marriage of convenience. I know Ellen has said she likes Sib's best friend. Not want to participate in? Like have it happen in your life? Yeah. I mean, as long as it leads to, you know, H-E-A. As long as there's a hot guy involved in it. Yeah, I don't really care. I'm on board. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on board with any of them. Um, You know, marriage of convenience in in the, uh, like, act of it happening, I probably would not love the situation. Um... So I guess that would be my but answer. But we've had some fun stories. And as much as I do love best friend sibling, there are not any of my brother's siblings that I, I mean, any of my brother's friends that I would really want to get with. So I would hope you wouldn't get with any of your brother's siblings. Well, that's that be... true. I know. Sorry. <clears throat> Wrong. Um, On many levels. Paige says, have you guys seen Can You Keep a Secret yet? And yes. we have. And we thought it was cute. It's not like. We thought it was cute. Anything amazing. But I, I enjoyed it. Um, I have it on my, um, gosh, I mean, I bought it on my, uh, prime account. So let me give all of you my password and you can all go on. Everybody else has it. I don't know why (laughs) you wouldn't. Um, Catherine says, what is the hardest part of running a podcast? What surprised you the most? It's super easy. I have no, (laughs) oh my gosh. (laughs) Mom just There's not a problem at all. It's all of it is super, super easy. (laughs) I would say, I mean, like, the hardest part about doing a book podcast is just staying on top of, of reading. All the reading. And we've talked about this before, but just um, sometimes you're not in the mood to read the book that you have scheduled to read. And so that is harder. And, um, you know, like, we have to devote a lot of time in just reading the book to the podcast every week. And, um, so just doing that. And then, you know, like sometimes I'll go away on a weekend or something like that. And we have to kind of navigate our reading and Record our lives. early and yeah. Around. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and it used to be before we started the podcast, I was a series binger. So I would start a series and, and plow through the series. I can't do that when we do the podcast because... You know, I have to read, like, one book in between each other book, all the other books, and it's very hard to get through a series like I used to. Yeah. 
Penny wants to know uh, what non-romance books that have amazing romance in it for us. Oh. Um, that Anne Perry series is a good example of, like, it's not classified as a romance, but it does have good romance in it. Especially the um, Pitt novels. The, yeah, um, the Charlotte. Her Monk series, the romance is very slow burn, like 20 books in slow burn. Um, but the, uh, Pitt series is, is cute. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know the meaning of the genre non-romance. Also, the Sebastian St. Cyr series that I'm reading, um, has kind of a fun twisted romance in it. Twisted, but I mean, like he starts off with one woman and that doesn't work out. Anyway, it's, it's got a good romance in it. Um, Mallory wants to know what ended up being your favorite in the game series. Uh, for me, Ellen. Um, I mean, I think I have to go with the Big Brother one just because that's the show that I love the most. And that one was just funny because I was, like, actually getting invested in the gameplay in that one. So, um, that was just funny. Um, oh, uh, Natalie did not know that I wrote the Kate Moreland. (laughs) Yeah, that was me. I wrote that. Um, thank you. Um... (laughs) Uh, So someone else has watched it besides just us, (laughs) besides just your family and people you're related to. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if people I'm related to have watched it. Let's be honest. (laughs) Um, What? Okay. Sarah wants to know what movie quotes do you use on a regular basis? Like Um, too many to count. (laughs) Yeah. There's, yeah. Well, and the thing is, is like, we pick up on weird, like we say just in cases all the time. From just in case, from Love Actually. Love Actually. Just in cases. And do you we know can't what, say, yeah, we can't say just in case without saying no, it's just, just in, in cases. cases. Um, I would say uh, another one that we say, which I like that this is a quote because it's funny, is um, when someone asks like, "Oh, what's that from?" and then you say, "My brain," which is from Scott Pilgrim versus the <laughs> World. And that's funny because saying my brain is from a movie. So it's a little <laughs> well, bit the, of a Also, the, um, the one I do from Scott Pilgrim all the time is, you know, whenever anyone says, you know, So-and-so. your hair, yeah. I, I know, know of it. it. <laughs> yeah. We have a lot from Scott Pilgrim. Um, I and- love the movie Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, weirdly, it would probably be in my top ten. I don't know why, but that movie just appeals to me on many levels. I have uh, I have a lot from, like, Clueless and Wayne's World and... Gosh, there's so many. Anchorman. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of, of dumb, dumb comedies. Time. Hot yeah. Rod. Yeah. Hot Rod. We def- <laughs> cool, cool Beans from Hot Rod. Cool Beans. I- Definitely know you don't party, Kevin. I know for There's a fact so you don't party. <laughs> I know for a fact you don't party. Yeah, we have a Wh- lot of we whiskey. Have a lot of we have we have just a lot of dumb comedies that we Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein. I mean, <laughs> Catherine wants to know: Does Mom get weirded out or charmed that we all call her Mom? I am charmed. I don't get weirded out by it at she all. She likes it. I think Ellen should appreciate me more, like the rest of you do. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, like, for a long time, we were, like, we didn't really set out to not have anybody know mom's name, but we liked that people didn't know mom's name, and so, yeah, it was like, like, it gave us, gave me some mystery. Yeah. Um, 
Somebody's, Once Facebook got a hold of us, I, I Penny's it. trying to find my web series. It's Kate Moreland, spelled with a C, C A T E Moreland, M O R L A N D Chronicles. So that's where that is on YouTube. Yes, um, and it looks like somebody already answered that for her, and I'm sorry uh, that I already addressed it. Um, let's see. Sorry if I'm missing questions. Uh, a book. Krista wants to know a book you wish you could read for the first time again. Oh, so many. <sighs> well, so like many. I mean, I think about the Harry Potter books, but I also wonder if like. I loved the Harry Potter books so much because of, like, the moment in time that I read them. Well, the and the is, age you were when yeah, you read like, them. Yeah, like, I mean, the first Harry Potter book came out when I was 11. And then, like, I basically grew up with with that Harry series. Potter. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I remember your grandpa bought the book and brought and it, it home. Like, yeah, and it was before, like, because grandma... It was very popular. Had, yeah, because, yeah. like, grandma had heard about it. And it was before, like, it had blown up and... Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, like, so we were on it before it was cool, I guess, is what we're yeah. trying to say. So, um, so cool. But that, so, like, I would say that, but I also think that, you know, when I read it was probably appropriate. Um, I don't know, like, any of the ones I, I, I love would be fun to reread. So any of the Penny Read or the Hating Game or um, any of the... I don't know. I would say the Jane Austen, but I also think, kind of wonder if that was, you know, appropriate for its moment in time. Well, Ellen was a weird kid, you guys, just so you know. Being her mother, we would go to the bookstore. We used to hang out at bookstores a lot. It's just kind of our thing. And um, we'd go to the bookstore, and she was like 11 or 12 and wanted me to buy her Shakespeare books and um, Jane Austen books and... I mean, do you remember going to the bookstore and buying Shakespeare yeah. At, yeah. when you were just well, a kid? Well, because we had like, watched, we'd watched much, much about, about nothing. nothing, and I loved, I loved it. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to have to go back and reread all these comments, you guys, because you guys are cracking me up. Um, I haven't read any of them, so I have to go back and watch <laughs> Catherine says, I liked it when your daughter-in-law was like, am I allowed to call her by her name on here? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, Sarah says, weirdest celebrity crush. Oh, gosh. I mean. Oh, weirdest celebrity crush? Yeah. (sighs) I will go for any guy that I think is funny or, like, charmingly weird. So I think about the guy that is on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. who plays Fitz, I love him, like, to weird levels. Um, well, Ellen went through a huge, like, Jimmy Fallon phase, and... What I did. I've, I've talked about this before, but when I was a, like, preteen, my friends and I made these, like, we made iron-on transfers on, like, the computer and printed them out, and then we ironed them onto pillowcases. And so I had this pillowcase that had like this collage of all the men I was in love with at the time. And the problem is it was these cheap, you know, iron on transfers. So I would like wake up with like flecks of Jimmy Fallon on my face. <laughs> yeah. Sounds sexy. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of. Weirdest celebrity crush. There are guys that. Mom I'm attracted to because she made out with Adam Sandler. I 
did. I did. And then, then I was married to James Garner. That was a thing, yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I wouldn't say I had crushes on them. It was just... But there are guys who we think are that we're attracted to because they're funny. When I, I don't know that in normal standards, people would find them attractive. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Because even like Chris Pratt, we loved Chris Pratt when he was still goofy and overweight. Chris yeah. Pratt. Yeah. And... Um, just because we thought he was hilarious. Now he's super hot and hunky, but mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't when we fell in love with him. Yeah, that's um, all true. Like when I'm having a bad day, I my favorite thing to do is to go on YouTube and there's this like compilation of Chris Pratt Parks and Recreation bloopers and he is filthy and they crack me up. <laughs> and if you like, I'll, I'll post it somewhere in the comments and you guys can, can laugh. Um, we love the Lonely Island guys. Yes. And I, would, I wouldn't call them. All three of them. And like, yeah, they're, I mean, yeah. like, none <laughs> they're of them They're not really like, attractive by yeah. normal standards, but yeah. we love them. We went through a huge Lonely Island phase where we just were Again, always sharing YouTube videos. before it was cool. So, yeah. you know, so. just saying. Um, <laughs> Penny wants to know which characters from TV shows or movies you were slash are rooting for them to get together. Any and all. Any, any, we watch any, we any ship show, everybody. We watch any show and like are automatically rooting for people to fall in love. Um, <laughs> Fitzsimmons from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Captain Swan from Once Upon a Time, um, Bones, like hardcore, we were hardcore, hardcore we were Bones. hardcore Bones fans. Um, I, okay, so in terms of Veronica Mars, I always wanted Veronica to end up with Deputy Leo. Sue me. I did not like Logan. I will go to bat for not liking Logan. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, the Pushing Daisies. Um, oh, yes. Jim and we Pam. Pushing Daisies. Uh, the couples on Parks and Rec. I mean, uh, New Girl and Psych. Yeah, New Girl. I mean, anytime they like moderately hint at like a will they, won't they, like, that is my we're, we're on board and we're definitely they better. Yeah. <laughs> um, Paige wants to know on the flip side, what's a book you wish you could forget? Oh, I can tell you one. <laughs> we have a couple that some of you are probably aware of that. Like I especially got angry over. Um, I mean, wedding date. Wedding date, we were disappointed in big time. And now everyone's going on and on about how great all the books are. And I'm like, yeah, sure they are. Let's but, get textual. We didn't like that one very much. <laughs> we didn't like that one. Um, and then was, we're always worried. Whenever we go to a book conference, I'm like, have we, have we reviewed any of their books? <laughs> Do we need to avoid any of these authors? Because <laughs> we had, like, I don't think, I mean, we try to usually still, I try to still be nice. A lot of times I get worked up, though, about, like, the things I'm angry about and, really the chocolate after. thief made you really mad yeah chocolate thief really made me mad that one like triggered me which i think yeah. it's hard to trick like i don't get easily triggered um but chocolate thief uh mom kind of got triggered by swedish prince swedish prince i didn't like um yeah those are like i don't and i don't know that i need to forget them but like yeah. those are just kind of the ones that kind of helps you learn something about yourself when you read a book and you're like yeah i don't like everybody else loves it but i don't really like it what is wrong with me dad dad said i came home from flying combat missions during desert storm and mom had a large pick of kevin costner on the fridge 
Yeah, I did. And it was one where he was, it was so great. It was like during his Robin Hood days and he, uh, he was super hot and it was one where he's looking at the camera. So like, as I'd walk around the kitchen fixing dinner or whatever, Kevin Costner was watching me like the whole time. Like it's one where you could like feel like he was watching you the whole time. His and I was like, follow you. Yeah, I'm like, oh, hi, Kevin. Or I go to get some mouthbridge. Hi, Kevin. And yeah, it was, he was pretty dreamy back in those days. Um, do you watch The Magicians? I've watched a couple episodes. I have not watched it at all. That is, that is it. Um, do, 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 do you recommend do, do, do. it? Is my question. I know it's been highly recommended by other people. Um, I'm glad there are people that are backing us up on the wedding date, and I appreciate that. <laughs> um, there, it was actually kind of funny because when wedding date, when we reviewed wedding date. Um, the Heaving Bosoms gals also reviewed it and they also did not like it. And there was like, there started this like little um, DM conversation on Twitter of all these podcasts that were like, I did not like that book. And like <laughs> all of us who were like, it's not just us, right? It's right. Like, it, it was not a very good book, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh... <laughs> Penny says, Am I weird, but I really like to listen to the episodes where mom and or Ellen didn't like the book. That's good. <laughs> I mean, we do get very... It doesn't happen very often. Sometimes I feel like, oh, we just love everything. Yeah. And, uh... I mean, I feel like we do get much more passionate um, right. on those episodes. Um, uh, Patricia says, Ellen, your skin looks luminous. Well, thank you, Patricia. <laughs> it's because I, there put, you go. I put makeup on for the first time in three weeks. <laughs> Um, I put deodorant on for the first time. No, no, just kidding. I, I wear deodorant all the time. <laughs> Jessica wants to know if we have any female celebrity crushes. I would say Madeline Kahn was probably one of your female crushes. <laughs> I love her. I would have died for her. Um, female celebrity. Oh, Tina Fey and, and Amy Poehler. Yeah. Yeah. Those are two for me. Um, especially I've been rewatching 30 Rock and just remembering how much I love that show. Um, I don't know, like, if I were to go with, like, chicks who I, you know, like, actually think are hot, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I think, uh, like, Margot Robbie, Charlize Theron, and, like, Gal Gadot, like, they all seem like cool people who are actually also, like, very attractive any any like female celebrity that's been on hot ones <laughs> because that show just has a way of like making me you know think anybody <laughs> is cooler than i originally i, I can't ever remember her name um alicia uh vikander yeah i yeah. think she's really pretty she is really pretty um people are weighing with theirs kristen bell and anna kendrick those are good ones okay yes. my favorite anna kendrick <laughs> is um when the like celebrity nudes all got leaked and um there's this like i think anna kendrick put out this tweet where her brother was like i've never been so happy to not see your name on a list and she's like dude if my phone got hacked into it would just be pictures of food and other people's dogs and i'm like <laughs> same girl same <laughs> um so yeah that's um yeah, those those are like the people that come to. We mind. like our women like we like our men. We like them funny. 
It's true. Yeah, that is true. Um, yeah, so. Um, Mom, do you have any questions for me or people if you would like to? <laughs> Sarah says favorite chip flavors. <laughs> wow, we're getting really specific now, Sarah. I favorite actually, chips? I actually just had a bag of cheddar and sour cream ruffles. I like no, my favorite. I just like standard old barbecue potato chips. I think those are my favorite. Like a kettle fried. I like the kettle um, jalapeno chips. Weirdly, which I did not think I would like. Um, I like the garden salsa sun chips. <laughs> I like the French onion. Is that what they are? Yeah, sun chips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're not ter- super picky people. <laughs> Chris, I mean, look at us. Okay, so there's a lot of comments that are like talking about like petition to have dad on the show, dad on the show, dad on the show. Uh, so Chris says, Are you purposely not acknowledging our pleas for dad to be on the show? <laughs> I just hope he's not still listening. <laughs> he wanted to come on the show, but he wanted us to read the book White Fang. So if that gives you an indication yeah. no. as to why he hasn't been on the show yet. Yeah. No. Yeah, reading, reading white he thing. says it's like a romance <laughs> it's like yeah dog romance doesn't count <laughs> um mallory says any big trips planned um well no because of the no. current state of air travel yeah. rude <laughs> we were supposed to go to chicago in april yeah um, um dad says he we- still is online so there you go <laughs> um we would like to do um a trip to scotland that's like our next one that we want to do. As a follow-up to our trip to England, I really want mom and dad to do, and dad, I know you're listening, so, and <laughs> I've already bugged dad about this multiple times, but my dad does not like to fly, so then my mom and I, I mean, he is a pilot, but he doesn't like to be a He doesn't like to spend his vacation flying. sitting in airports and flying in the back of a plane. Uh, so then they send me on trips with mom, which is fine. Um... But I really want mom and dad to do a, like, European, like, cruise where, and you can hit. We do, like a European river cruise. We would really yeah. like to do something And do, like, like the Danube, because there's a bunch of places along there that I've been, but even dad has not been, and I really want both of you guys to to do that, so. Well, the whole world's on lockdown right now, honey, so. Yeah, especially cruise happening. ships. I don't think cruise yeah, ships are, yeah. are a good, good place right now. Um... But yeah, Scotland is next for me and mom. We're going to make that happen at some point. Maybe Scotland and Ireland. We have a lot of an- ancestry from that part. So it would be kind of fun to like look into our family history and then go look at some of the places where... Catherine says, we know from earlier that dad likes road trips. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I like road trip books so much. Because <laughs> of your own personal experience. Yes. Um, okay. Well, we've been doing this for an hour and 15. Do we, we feel good about calling an end? Yeah. Depending on how this goes, maybe we'll do this again sometime. I mean, I think it's going to be easy for me to edit, so I'm on board. Yeah, and it's going to be, it gives us a, a break in a reading schedule. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, okay, here, let me, let me see if I can pull up my, my usual shtick. All right, you guys, 
We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group, our Goodreads group, our Twitter, and our Instagram, which are at Not Your Mom's Rom. Or you can email us at Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like to suggest a book for us to read, we would love to hear from you. On April 6th, we'll be discussing Rock Bottom Girl by Lucy Score. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. Don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show, and we just love to read them. Um, okay. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome, Ellen. And thanks to all of you for Thank you, all of you. joining in. A lot of people saying they would love to see us do this again. So that's good. And um, we seriously... Ellen will have to put makeup on again. Oh, gosh. Heaven forbid. <laughs> um, seriously, we love you guys so much. And, like, this, like, honestly, you guys have made this process, like, this whole podcast experience, like, worth it to us. And, um, uh, yeah. And so enjoyable. Absolutely. Um, and we love you guys, and here's to a hundred more. Oh gosh, just saying that exhausts me. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Thanks, Toodles. guys. Let's see if I can figure out how to turn this off. Alright. Bye. Bye. Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts.